Chatters, chatties, welcome home for a great American chat, a podcast where we chat about great American media. I'm Chad Maurice, and I'm trying to get caught up on all these movies. They're coming up fast on us. Today we are chatting about Christmas Keepsake, which premiered on November 11th, stars Daniel Lissing and Jillian Murray. It's directed by Colin Buds. Written by Courtney McAllister, who also co-wrote Our Christmas Wedding, which we chatted about on the last episode. This is the story of Tom and Grace, who just moved from Australia to the U.S. Tom wants to put on a Christmas fair in his new backyard for Grace because she missed their town's Christmas fair in Australia. But can he do it alone? Will he need the help of the townsfolk? We shall see. So Daniel Lissing is clearly the star of this movie because the movie opens up with his character Tom and his daughter Grace arriving to the U.S. from Australia. We find out Grace's mother passed away when she says it is weird being here without her. And Tom says that she will always be with us. Tom makes buckwheat pancakes for breakfast the next morning. Grace sees the snow outside. She's never seen real snow, so Tom tells her to go outside and play. She goes outside and she finds a cookie tin sitting on top of the ground, buried under the snow. She brings it inside. Tom calls it a Christmas time capsule, even though it's not really a time capsule. It's just a cookie tin. That someone left in the yard with, with instructions explaining how to have a good Christmas. The instructions say, have hot chocolate at Luna's, bake candy cane cookies, say a prayer at the nativity scene in town, pick out the best Christmas tree, make an ornament, go to the Christmas candlelight service to see the tree lighting. Oh, I forgot to mute my phone. She tells Tom, maybe we can find the person who buried it if we do all the things on the list. So they head to Luna's for hot chocolate. It is a quaint little coffee shop and bakery. And Tom likes what he sees, <laughs> which is Elizabeth behind the counter. Elizabeth tells them they are all out of hot cocoa, but if you come back tomorrow, she will put their names on two cups. This bakery is owned by Elizabeth's mother, April. She guesses he is from Australia based on his accent. She says, I always wanted to go to Sydney, and he says you should. Spring and fall are his favorite seasons. Elizabeth says, I know we are, or Elizabeth says, I know we are out of hot cocoa. But what else would you like? <laughs> Coffee, tea, or me? <laughs> Tom and Grace. Oh, wait a minute. I forgot to change the slide. There we go. Let's see. Tom and Grace go to the store and buy ingredients to make uh, to make cookies. Tom calls, or Tom gets a call from some woman named Natalie, who tells him she can't get all the vendors he needs for this Christmas fair he wants to put on in their backyard. Tom begs Natalie for help. She says, well, I'm really busy, but I'll see what I can do. Tom tells Grace 
He has to go upstairs and work. She walks to the bakery by herself with a tin of cookies to give to Elizabeth and her mother. Now, how far away is this bakery? Did this poor kid like walk an hour to get there? Tom freaks out when he can't find Grace. He sees the note she left and heads to the bakery. He finds her making raspberry scones with Elizabeth and takes her home. Doesn't even let her finish. He says, put your coat on, we're leaving. How rude. Elizabeth and Tom say that raspberry scones are their favorite. After Tom and Grace leave, Elizabeth's mother says to her, two visits in one day. I notice he's not wearing a wedding ring. Elizabeth says, get off my case. I don't need to date right now. Tom tucks Grace into bed. She asks if they can go to the candlelight ceremony on December 23rd, like it says to do in the time capsule. Tom says, I don't know. That special project I'm working on is due December 23rd. We might not be, be able to do both. Tom looks at the newspaper clipping that's inside the cookie tin and says to Grace, see the boy in this picture? Maybe he's the one who created the time capsule. Grace says maybe he will be at the nativity scene tomorrow night. They go to the nativity scene and make a prayer. They realize the guy giving a speech is the guy they saw in the bakery. He's the one who got the last cup of hot cocoa. April shows up and tells them his name is David, and he used to live in their house. Ooh, the plot thickens. Grace thinks that maybe he is the one who created the time capsule. They go to the bakery the next day to try this world-famous hot cocoa, and they agree it is the best they have ever had. April is pushing Elizabeth into making a speech at the candlelight ceremony. She says, I'm not ready. Tom finds out that April lives next door to him and Grace. She invites them over for dinner and tells him to bring dessert, a holiday trifle with cranberries and pecans or pecans. Is it pronounced pecans or pecans? I don't know. I've never known. Pecans sounds more, what do I want to say? More... No, what am I want to say? Oh, what's the term I'm trying to think of? Pecan sounds more, not formal or not royalty, but more prestigious? No. Ah, I can't think of the word. But pecans sounds more fancy, I guess, is the word I'm trying to think of. Pecans sounds more fancy than pecans. He says, anyway, he says, I've never made that. She says, why don't you go to the bakery and Elizabeth can help you. Next day, Elizabeth helps Tom decorate the outside of his house. They realize her mother is playing matchmaker by inviting uh, the both of them over to her house for dinner. Tom goes to the bakery for his baking date with Elizabeth so she can help make this dessert. She talks about her dad dying and he talks about his wife dying. She says when her dad got sick, he still came to the bakery every day to help her bake. He reaches across the table and touches her hand, but then gets interrupted by a call from Grace telling him to go to the tree lot. So they go to the tree lot where they talk to David. 
they show him the time capsule and David says, I've never seen this before in my life. He looks at the note and says, this isn't my writing. Grace gets disappointed and David says, hope you find whoever did this. Tom and Grace show up at April's for dinner and find out the time capsule belongs to Elizabeth. Ooh, she made it with her father when her father started to get sick. Okay, now here's where the story starts to get a little confusing. Because I'm confused. Did her father get sick when she was a child or when she was an adult? Uh, we'll talk about more of this later. Because in the earlier scene, it, it indicated that she, he got sick when she was an adult. But now she's saying he got sick when she was a child. A little confusion here, but we'll talk about talk about that more later. April and Tom have a talk after dinner. Elizabeth, oh, wait a minute, I forgot to change the slide there. Oops, sorry about that, hold on. There we go. April and Tom have a talk after dinner. April tells him she has never seen Elizabeth so happy. He tells her Grace has been happier also. He says, this festival I have planned for Grace on December 23rd may not work out. She tells him things always have a way of working out, even if they don't go as planned. He gets a call from Natalie. She tells him all the vendors canceled the contracts they had, and they are free to do his festival in the backyard. So what happened to all the other jobs they had scheduled? What, did they just cancel all their jobs to help out Tom? I don't know. He tucks Grace into bed. She tells him, I know you like Elizabeth, and it's okay. Mom would want you to be happy. Elizabeth and Tom buy a Christmas tree and have an interrupted kiss. Grace and Tom decorate their tree. Grace asks, have you told Elizabeth how you feel? He says, almost. She gives him a look, and he says, I will tomorrow. Elizabeth comes over to Tom's house so they can talk about that interrupted kiss they had the day before. Tom gets a call from Natalie telling him there's a big storm headed their way. All the roads are closed and all the vendors have canceled. So apparently they closed the roads even before the storm even started. Elizabeth tells him she cannot be with him because his relationship with Grace reminds her of her relationship with her father. Huh? What kind of reason is that? She tells her mother she is scared of losing Tom like she lost her father. Her mother tells her loss is a part of life. That's right, April, it is. You can't be afraid to enter a relationship with someone because you're afraid of losing them. That doesn't make any sense. Grace walks in on Tom setting up the Christmas festival in the backyard. He apologizes and says, this isn't what I had planned. I imagined it being bigger than this. She says, I love you, and it doesn't matter if it's not like the festival back home, all that matters is that we are together. They go to the candlelight ceremony. Elizabeth decides to, to, go, to show up. Her mother forces her to give a speech like her dad always did. And why her dad always gave a speech at this ceremony, I have no idea. It's never explained. And why is the town lighting a tree on December 23rd? No town lights a tree on December 23rd. That's too close to Christmas. That's only two days before Christmas. 
Elizabeth gives her speech in front of a building that looks like the Capitol building in D.C. Then she apologizes to Tom and tells him she likes him, and they kiss. Tom gets a call from Natalie who says one of the roads opened up and the vendors can get to his house. He says, don't worry about it. Let them go home and spend time with their families. They put a bunch of stuff back into the cookie tin, and Tom buries it under the ground this time. Elizabeth gives Tom a star to put on the top of their tree. The movie ends with Elizabeth, Tom, and Grace looking out the window, watching it snow. And they baked raspberry scones happily ever after. That's the movie. Okay, so this movie. I have mixed emotions about this movie. I enjoy Daniel Lissing, and I enjoy Jillian Murray, and I enjoyed the two of them together. And the actress who played Grace, Ellie Stewart, is really good. She does a good job in this movie. So this movie is kind of strange. I enjoyed this movie, but this movie is confusing, and it has weak storylines. It's nice uh, hearing Daniel speak in his natural Australian accent, along with the actress playing his daughter. That was good. And I thought this movie was going to take place in Australia because of the accents, and also because they flew Jillian from the States to Australia to film it. But no, it takes place in the U.S. And it's nice to seeing Daniel play a single dad. The main character in the movie is a single dad, so that's nice to see. And I enjoyed the Christmas activities that they did, getting hot cocoa, uh, saying a prayer, the nativity scene, the tree lighting. That was great. But this movie, there are many DMSs in this movie, and those are things that don't make sense. For example, like this wasn't really a time capsule. A time capsule is something that you, you put things in it that are relevant to the time, the bury you time the time that you buried the time capsule and in the future those things aren't going to exist but in this one all of these things still exist in present time all the things that are in this cookie tin and it wasn't buried under the ground it was just sitting on top of the ground it was covered with snow but it was sitting on top of the ground so i'm thinking this thing's been sitting on top of the ground for 25 years and nobody found it that's kind of hard to believe because if you remember in the beginning scene when Grace finds it. She doesn't dig up the ground in dirt to find it. She just reaches under the snow, and there it is. <laughs> Elizabeth tells Tom she cannot be with him because his relationship with Grace reminds her of her relationship with her father. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. I would think that would be a good thing, wouldn't it be? Yeah. Yeah, so I don't get that. Now, why does Tom need a woman to help him put on this Christmas fair, or actually to put on the, she's the one organizing the whole fair for him. Why doesn't he just call lo local businesses by himself and put on the fair by himself? It could be because he just moved to the area and he doesn't know anybody and he doesn't know where any of the businesses are. That's, that's true. I thought of that, but he found this woman. So I'm sure he could probably find the businesses that he needs. The other, uh, the other DMS I mentioned earlier about lighting the town Christmas tree on December 23rd. No town lights a Christmas tree on December 23rd. They always light the tree at the end of November or the beginning of December. Like tonight, they are lighting the Rockefeller Christmas tree tonight in New York City. 
And today is what? November 29th. So the most confusing part of this movie, though, is Elizabeth talking about when her dad got sick. So did he get sick when she was an adult or a child? I still, I've watched the movie like three times. I still can't figure this out. And I have a, a clip here. I'm going to play this first scene. Uh, watch this scene and then we'll, and then we'll chat about it. So my dad, he, um, he built this place when I was little. Even named it after our dog. I grew up in that kitchen. Um, and then when he, uh, he got sick right before Christmas, he would come in every day and still bake with me, even when he should have been resting. But there was no telling him what to do. Okay, so when watching that scene, I assumed that her father got sick when she was an adult because she said in that scene that even after he got sick, he would sh or he would still come to the bakery and help her bake. So she wouldn't be working at the bakery when she was a kid, a child. She'd only be working at the bakery when she was an adult. All right, so that's confusing. Now I got to play the second scene. All right, watch this one. My dad and I made this when he first got sick. I've always wondered if someone had found it. Why would you bury it next door, sweetheart? I think it was the day that you took dad to the hospital. You left me with the dismiss for the afternoon. I don't really remember everything. These are all the traditions that make our family special. I love my family. Okay, now in that scene, she says she was a child when her father got sick. And that's when they made the time capsule. But earlier in the movie, in that first scene that I played, she said when he first got sick, he would help her work at the bakery. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, this movie confused me. Confused me. Big time. We also have some unanswered questions in this movie, things that aren't explained, like what is Tom's job? That's never explained. And he says that he moved to the U.S. because they visited the U.S. when Grace was a baby, and it holds fond memories for them. It doesn't hold fond memories for Grace because she was a baby, so she wouldn't remember visiting. I guess it just holds fond, fond memories for him, but I guess he didn't move to this town for a job so i don't know but yeah it never explains what his job is and why did elizabeth's father always give a speech at this candlelight ceremony who is he was he the mayor of the town was he part of the town council i don't know that's never explained so yeah so this movie confused the heck out of me i think this is my least favorite movie out of the 14 movies we've seen like I've said before, we've seen a lot of good ones, and this one just doesn't just doesn't hold up to the other ones. But I did enjoy Daniel and Jillian and Ellie. I thought they did a good job, all three of them. I their acting performance was really good, but not good enough to save this movie. Now, what are your thoughts on this one?
Were you confused by this one like I was? Let me know and let the network know. You can reach out to me on social media at GAC TV Podcast and at Chad Maurice. You can let the network know what you thought of this movie on their website at greatamericanfamily.com. Next episode, I'm going to be chatting about a Christmas blessing and Santa maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I wanted to do an episode just on a Christmas blessing because that's the best movie of the year. I'm telling you right there. Uh, hands down, that's the best movie. But I think I'm going to have to combine it with Santa maybe because I got to plow through these movies because they, we had four movies this past weekend over Thanksgiving. So I got to get moving on these movies. I may have to combine two, three, or maybe even four. But I'll get there eventually. Until then, you keep the faith. Keep smiling. Keep your friends close and keep your great American family closer.